What is up, guys? Why did you flick me off? I didn't flick you off on purpose. I was just counting down. You counted backwards with your finger. Three, two, one. He counted in reverse. He counted from the pinky to his middle finger. Welcome back to another week of Sometimes Crypto. The Unscripted Crypto Podcast. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, aside from William getting flicked off, we got some big things coming up this week. Coming up. New Year, couple days? Actually, no. I don't know the exact date, actually. Now that I think so, as of it. right now, so we're talking about the Ethereum merge. The E2.0 merge. It's just ETH merge. Yeah, it is just ETH merge. Just, it used to have called... It used ETH, to be called Ethereum. E2.0. Yes, correct. It's, uh, it's not a specific time, per se. The, the estimated date was, like, the 15th. I just saw the article today for Ethereum, and it showed it like it was pushed to the 19th. So it has to hit it like a specific like difficulty code or a little marker that um, like prerequisite that and then it starts the merge from there like that mm-hmm. that would be the official starting of the beacon chain to the mainnet mm-hmm. wild yep coming up a couple days from now 10 days nine 13 days so we decided to make an episode talking before about before we might we will have another episode right after, after. Like for sure, like just to dip our toes in the water now, get people talking about Ethereum, see what's up with it. Also, see what changes. See, yeah, talk about what we something. think yeah. might happen, and then see what does happen, and we'll see how off or how close we were. Absolutely, yeah. And then we'll oh, just uh, record our predictions if we have any predictions on like how smooth it'd go, and any headaches. Well, we already see that it got pushed back by another day. Well, it didn't get it didn't get pushed back. The expected. Yeah, that's just because of the thing itself, yeah. though. Because there's no like, there's no set date. Like they can't force it to do it one specific date. Mm-hmm. It has to build up to a thing, which I actually have the article. So I'm pretty sure what that thing is would be a a certain amount of uh, Ethereum that's being staked. Dude, it's it was called a TTD. You can keep on talking while I go look for a it. A TTD. Okay. It was called a TTD. I'm looking. A TTD. All right. So. Yes. The Ethereum 2.0 Ethereum merge is a merge of well, it's pretty much Ethereum changing the way it's doing business, its protocol level. Um, it's going from a proof of work to a proof of stake protocol, and for that to happen, um, there was a lot of like testing, a lot of a lot of research that went into it. Um, they've been talking about doing this merge for for years. seven years. For years, yeah, I know the Beacon Chain launched in 2020, like officially. It's been um, seven years since they started uh, com- wanting to convert Ethereum, Ethereum from proof of work mm-hmm. to proof of stake. Long time now. Yeah. So the main goals of this merge is to make it more uh, energy efficient, secure, fast, faster, um, and ideally save everyone lots and lots of money and gas fees. Because but as, it's not going to as of yet, which is still shocking. But that's that's one of the objectives. Which I also found, which I didn't know until recently, that I'd, it wasn't going to affect gas fees. Apparently, it's not going to affect any of that right, so until later on. Let's define a gas fee. How much it costs to transact on on chain? Yeah. So a gas fee is like a little like. How much computing Transa- power? Yeah, it's a transaction fee. Yeah. Uh, that needs to be paid, uh, to, or, it's it's kind of like a tip that's done to like get um your transactions validated a little bit faster. Mandatory tip. 
a mandatory tip. <laughs> a mandatory. Yep. So essentially with uh, these, uh, there's, so in that, that whole tipping structure, the way it works is like the, the more you're, you're willing to pay in gas fees, the faster your transaction will be um, confirmed. Approved. Approved. Validated. Validated. Hey. <laughs> um, so then the more transactions you can do, because the thing is with Ethereum is that your transactions have to be executed first and then validated. They don't work uh, simultaneously. And uh, so if you have trans pending transactions, you can't keep on doing the You can't have a, your second transaction done until your first transaction's validated. Um, so the point of part of the reason for merging is to um, well make that more likely to happen, more e easier to happen. Um, they're gonna be uh, handling uh, tra uh, transactions and validations uh, simultaneously. Did yeah. You, did you find um? Yes. What you're looking for? You want to read it? It's a little more oh, technical it's a, it's than a little. It's a little, a little more technical than. I can communicate. Oh, so there's total difficulty. Yes. That's what that little article said from Vitalik. That's a lot of zeros. That's why I want to try to read it. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> a lot of zeros. I'm surprised they didn't put that in scientific. I was just like, I'm not going to try that. Okay, so this tweet from Vitalik, uh, when was this? August 12, 2022. Yeah, it's a little out of date now. On Ethereum, it showed a more updated one that showed a September. That was updated September first, showing that it should be September nineteenth. This one's just a little out of date. Yeah, this one said it was supposed to happen around September fifteenth. And but he he did mention that that exact hash rate, the uh, that the exact date depends on the hash rate and if the hash well, rate if the hash rate changes and the date gets moved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was predicted to be around September fifteenth. A couple. Yeah. So basically, it's like a difficulty level the network has to reach, or a hash rate for them to start the merge to the beacon chain. That wasn't that long ago. That was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Well, out of date because there's a newer art, a newer one updated. Yeah. So uh, proof of work to proof of stake. That's that's the main thing going on. Yeah. So from the merge perspective. The amount of energy saved is absurd. Yeah. All the art, the article that we we're just looking at from fortune.com was showing that it was going to be like 99% like efficiency, like consumption lowered, decreasing, whatever you said. So when you first told me that, I was like, that's, that's absurd. That's an absurd amount. That's absurd. But it also doesn't surprise me seeing how the proof of work consensus mechanism is so much power. it's is like almost strictly a, a wasteful like um by design i i wouldn't say wasteful i would say inefficient no no it's wasteful yep. it's efficient it's efficient at wasting things i was trying to give him more credit no 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 it's, it's efficient at wasting we'll, we'll go that way the, the point is to throw as much resources out the window to make it even more stupid for the next person to throw away even more resources I love how you're saying that with so much conviction right now. Because that's 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 kind of like what proof of work is. So the fact that you, like you said ninety nine point nine, I was like, you know what, makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're taking out com complete waste of, of of a lot of things. Well, yeah, it's you're not using hash rate like a a, hash, a guessing game. Yeah, it's different. It's, this is staking. you need you, you need something staked to be able to 
validate. Which a lot of misconception misconceptions are conceptions. Conceptions? Yeah. I said it wrong? Yeah, you said conceptions. Yeah, probably. Again. We'll get better at speaking. Conceptions, yeah. You got it. However, is that it's still gonna take it you have to stake as of right now thirty two ETH. And as soon as the merge happens, you it's not unstaked. You can't unstake it. That aspect hasn't been provided yet. They're afraid of it being too illiquid if you if you if you give the ability to stake right after the merge is complete. To stake? To unstake. To unstake, yeah. You can stake right now. You're yeah, yeah, staking is but there's no unstaking available yet. Yeah. You have to until they allow it. Yeah, because the thing is, if there's not enough validators on the network to validate transactions and just people start pulling out pulling out, pulling uh, out yeah, funds, then, off. then the network will quite literally fail. Yeah, but luckily, all of the big uh, staking validators aren't going to go nowhere <laughs> for now. They can take over the network if they wanted to, if anything, but not nothing else. I thought one of the, at least from what I was reading, the part... Which the big validators are Coinbase, Kraken, Binance, and there was one more, Big Four. Mm-hmm. MetaMask? Is that an exchange? The, the, the one I knew was many exchanges. Could be MetaMask. I don't know. As, as in, like, most staked... Most, most staked, staked into, yes. In, into Ethereum. Yeah, 32 Ethereum is a lot of Ethereum to have. It was... Article I saw was, like, 61K with, like, mid-August prices. That's a lot of money. 61K? In to, to, to be able to stake. To be able to stake the 32. Yeah, I mean, you could do fractional staking. It, do they have that for Ethereum as of now or not yeah, yet? Yeah. I haven't seen so it. So you could do it with Coinbase. Coinbase lets you uh, stake some Ethereum. Really? Partial into a pool? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Coinbase, that's what Coinbase has. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what it is. That's probably what it is. That's, yeah, oh, that's their crowdfunding. Like, they're like, they're okay, we're going to get this. I got my issues with it, but... You think Ethereum will offer that as an option? Like, What do you mean? No, there, there's going to be a protocol that comes... There's someone's someone's going to make it. Someone's going to make a smart contract. That like, do how it. easy it is with Phantom? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely smart contracts that exist. Um, I could try looking for some if you want, but um, there's... We'll like, leave that for post... After merge? Post merge? Yeah, post merge. We'll leave it for post merge. Post merge. Um, but yeah, yeah. Pulling, pulling your funds together would be... Like very obvious thing to yeah i assume like you'll do. see more like wallet aspects like phantom coming oh, out i brought this up to you the other day actually i believe you yeah when we were talking about that that lottery what lottery the it's like a no lose lottery type type oh, of deal. Lottery type yeah, yeah i don't i still don't understand yeah, yeah so it's like a bunch of people don't explain the lottery right now oh don't explain the that's lottery. that's okay. a whole tent we'll leave that for, for post for post, post merge we're trying to post, talk post about merge. the merge the merge facts facts all right so the merge started with the launch of the beacon chain 2020 2020 i don't know the exact month and date but it was 2020 um which is pretty much just the the side chain that they created to test out the the whole validation and proof of stake yeah like there's nothing on that chain it's a it's a just an empty chain mm. but it wasn't a test test net was it no it was just a it's different, not a test net. it's just the different... beacon chain is an empty chain that just continued to run mm-hmm and just continued the test nets were all the uh other i don't know the name of any of the test nets we can look those up yeah there's definitely a bunch of them but which they it's gone through test nets to test net to the final test net which just passed which you said the name the other last week i don't remember i know you don't remember (laughs) we said the name and i can't remember it now ethereum test going on moving on 
however it's to where we're going now to the beacon change merging into the mainnet which people are going to try to hard fork create a hard fork proof of work like think about they're tr going to call it ethereum pow proof of work and just create a fork off of it yeah which i think i don't i think it's very possible to some no that's one of the that's one of the things that that's one of the uh fears of, mm. of the hard fork so there's um at least from this quick table contest i found kovan robston rinkaby gorley i might be mispronouncing them but there's four of those those are the four test nets you came up with yeah none of the last latest ones i find it funny just because i haven't heard of those i've heard their names but i don't know which ones they are i just find that funny rinkaby and robston i've heard of maybe i don't know coven and gordy nah rinkaby rinkaby i remember hearing i was like oh that's a interesting interesting name oh no you're right on the money yeah he's right on the money uh they each happen robston june 8th uh sepolia july 6th and gordy august 10th no, you're right on the money. My yeah. bad, my bad. Talking shit. Take it back. Take Gordy it back. was the last one. Gordy was the last one. And now comes the main net. Well, it's just waiting until the beacon, the beacon chain has enough um, validators in there. And, is, yeah, it does. And the hash rate. And the hash rate reaches and it'll start. Ideally, essentially. And everything should be good. Yeah. Which, which one of the things I read and heard was uh, Ethereum might become one of the biggest deflationary assets, even greater than Bitcoin. Deflationary? Yes, going yeah, going against inflation. Yeah, because of um, they're hashing, mm -hmm. they're slashing, they're happening. It's oh okay. You brought this up the other day, and I was like, "What is he talking about?" So the three different events is what I thought it was. The way you explained it, I thought you were talking about like three different events. But no, I think at least from what I from what I've come to understand so far is that whenever this uh, merge takes place, yeah, there'll be equivalent of three happening, yeah, yeah, that's what happening I meant. at once, like in like immediately, bomb, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought what you the way you, uh -huh. you were explaining it to me, at least what I was understanding was it was multiple events going on, going on, like oh, yeah, I like, could have maybe worded like that incorrectly, like, maybe like later on down the road it could be like mm -hmm. that, but no, the first one is going to be. Just it's the equivalent of three. That's crazy. Also, the, it's the idea is that it's going to cut the amount of um circulation that that's created. Issuance. Uh -huh. Issuance. The issuance amount of issuance that happens a, a year. Mm -hmm. The thing is that it's going to lower it by like what's going to be down to the, the issuance of like 0. 0.5 <laughs> to like 1.5 percent. And you heard a thump. I hit the microphone. I apologize. Did a little tap on the mic. Give it a little love tap. Which is crazy how that works. Ethereum is getting interesting. Is it? Yeah, a little interesting. I always thought Ethereum was interesting. I just, I just, I could have sworn from the beginning it was like, oh, it's definitely proof of stake. But then I remember when someone first introduced the 2.0 to me, I was like, wait, what do you mean? I thought it was already like that. And they're explaining to me, like, no, they have the, like, one way of doing it, and then they have another way of doing it. And I was like, what the? So it's not like, fully oh, theory, like yeah, it's not fully. It wasn't fully proof of stake for a long time. What do you mean? Like it wasn't? It wasn't. Like they've been one. They've been working on getting it proof yes. of stake, which is with the merges. Correct. Now the question is, how smoothly will it go? 
from all the past um test nets on all the videos i've seen on them they've all gone fairly well except for like one of the first test nets i went like had the most amount of issues but as of now there haven't been no real issues popping up no large bugs everything's been fairly smooth maybe small like kinks of like being able to get both uh chains to merge to synchronize has been the biggest issue like that's taking the longest to get like uh dialed in yeah the synchronization of of, of two chains that are yeah. both flowing that seems like that seems like a really hard thing to do it's a fun one i don't i don't I was, I was, it would be interesting to have someone explain that to us. I was, I was looking for uh analogies, mm -hmm. and the best one I saw was uh, imagine having a gas powered car mm -hmm. and turning it into a fully electric vehicle without having it stop. Yeah, that's that's like the, that's impossible. That's oh, it's, it's doable. It's just really hard. Yeah, that's like that's a giant task. Yeah, you gotta like create the whole engine, test it, make sure it works, and then put it in in such a way that it won't be able to mess up what the other engine's doing, but keep like like carry its own weight, so to say. Yeah, have one engine running uh -huh. while you're putting in the other one, mm -hmm. and then turn on the other one while you're turning off the other one. Yeah, yeah, it's absurd. Which small tangent? There was a Tesla. And this youtuber who's converted a tesla into a ls swapped car what so he put a big ass v8 in it no way with a drivetrain and transmission <laughs> manual Bro. with a i think it had turbos or a super i think it had supercharged elon's gonna be driving down the highway and just hear a tesla go Vroom. and he's gonna be like what <laughs> yeah it was and also everything worked almost everything worked except the autopilot of course yeah yeah obviously. but it but all the features were, were intact yep that's wild. It looks a little funky now because yeah, the yeah, transmission and where, where it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but they did convert it. It was a, that's interesting. That's really cool. Did I see? It was a good tangent. I, was, I mean, a, a cool, the coolest car modification I saw lately was a Hummer having a like 14 foot exhaust pipe out the top of it. What? Like, like straight? Like straight. Yeah. So all Hummers have like the exhaust out in the, out in the hood above so they could go into like deep hummers or you mean uh jeeps hummers like like the big big Jeep, trucks jeeps no hummers hummers i don't remember seeing a hum hummers having these big like oh like military hummers yes i mean the... regular hummers like this yeah, commercial hummers have it too yes yes but you said exhaust yeah that's intake the intake that's for the air the air the intake you no the exhaust Exhaust is where the air goes out of. Yeah, yeah, the exhaust. Hummers don't have don't have a big ass exhaust pipe coming up straight. No, they have. It's in the front, right, where the mm -hmm. engine is. Mm -hmm. That's where the intake is to get. The oh, air. that's the intake. That's not the exhaust. I could have sworn it was the, the exhaust. I remember. Okay, so I remember being at a. We also, have, guys, just so everyone knows, we have no picture reference of what where he's talking about. We're imagining it in our head. I remember. I remember being at a car uh, car mechanic shop, and um, some guy pulling up with a the Corvette. And he says that the guy was going really slow and that he got water in the back. Okay. And that the car just died. Yeah. That's the intake? If it's, you just said the back. Yes. We're not in the front no more. Uh -huh. That's the exhaust. Okay. Okay. That is the exhaust, right? The back. Mm -hmm. Not the front. Unless they chop off the exhaust and they put it to the front. I 
pretty sure that's what they do with the Hummers, where they put the exhaust, wrap it around, and instead of making it go to the back, shoot it out the front of the out of the front of the the the, the car. And I saw this truck, this Hummer. I need you to show me a picture. I'll show you a picture. But this this Hummer had a huge exhaust, a huge one of those pipes, whatever, whether it's intake or exhaust. I'm pretty sure it's exhaust. Goes up almost like 14 feet in the air. So you just see, Why was he you see the driver. No, I'm telling you, you see this driver just swimming on top of the water. And he goes, dips down into the water mm-hmm. and starts driving the car under the water. You just, the, just keeps on going over this lake. And then okay. as it starts coming out, you just see this big stick. And then eventually the Hummer comes up. So it has to have both. Both. It has to, yeah. For- the, the, the car was a submarine. So I'll the car was a submarine. No, I'm glad you continued. So the car was fully submerged in water. Fully submerged. The guy had to swim underwater and swim back up so he could see where he was going. I'm glad you we got to this point. So he had to have had both an exhaust pipe and an intake pipe for this to happen. Okay. I don't know. That I, way it could breathe air in breathe air and, and take, and take out. it out. Correct. And also, depending what motor he had, it could have been... I want to see this car now. This is interesting. <laughs> The thing was huge. This is a nice fun tangent. Yeah, you, you brought up the car modification thing. I was like, that's crazy. But I mean, you you, you saw a submarine Hummer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this. Was, I didn't. The way you explained it to me in the beginning, I felt like it was just a Hummer with modifications, not a fully. No, they bo- re- so Hummer. Submarine Hummer. So Hummers normally have that. I'm gonna find just a picture of a Hummer, and I'll show it to you. Hummers typically come with that, at least from. I, that's why I'm, I'm curious for you to see pictures of Hummers to see if, if it is what you were expecting. It's an interesting moment to see. Okay, so okay, so this one actually doesn't have it, but it has the hole there for it. Let's see, let's see. Show. So the hole fits right there. And then the pipe comes up through there. Showing him just a random picture I found. Them. Yeah, you just showed me a picture of a Hummer. If you find if you search a military Hummer, you'll find you'll find them there for sure. You, you didn't search military? No, no, I just searched a plumber to see if I wanted. I was curious to see if um, the commercial um, civilian ones. Let's see. Let's carry. See. Yep. Yep, yep. Ethereum 2.0, guys. It's coming around. Okay. Is that what you better. Um... Yeah. More like what you're looking at? Yeah, this is actually really... F- okay, look. This one has it right here. This one has it towards the side. Yeah. You see, that one there, that's mm-hmm. exhaust. And look at the one in the front. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's intake. I see. I see, yeah. So, yeah, it definitely had both then. Okay. That's what I was doing. I mean, I was trying to get to It definitely had point. both. I'm like, yeah. wait. Yeah, so the one that I was looking at was the intake. The one I was looking at for sure was, was the, the I, I I was told that that was the exhaust at one point. The first one that was the exhaust. It could have been modified to make it the exhaust if mm-hmm. necessary. And then the intake was moved somewhere else or there's two tubes there. It could be cut in half in between. Like a lot of things. Yeah, but that's what I was looking at. Okay, that's But that was. stick was 14 feet. Huge. Submarine Hummer. <laughs> huge. Okay. And that was, a, I'm pretty sure that was a civilian using it. No, for yeah. Like, yeah. you can buy it. We could go buy a military Hummer now if you wanted to. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Nah, I'm good. No, no, no need for that. 
At least I have no need for it right now. Maybe in some future I might have a use for it. But right now, mm-mm. For a military hammer? Yeah. For sure. Did you? I love these tangents. Right. Red and saw. So California issued. Uh, they want to be uh, no new gas-powered cars after 2035. I heard about that. Do you know what happened like three days later? The the system went down, right? Like the power grid went yes. down, and, and they electric told cars. all EV drivers to not charge your cars yeah. at peak. At peak yeah, yeah, uh, I saw that. I saw that. Charging time. Uh, peak uh, power uh, power consumption time and I was like, it was and how do you want a grid that can't support the current uh, the current system they have utility rate support Use, EVs rate, yeah. crazy that's insane <laughs> that was that's funny that was funny that's just like one of those things like ah you gotcha like yeah are you sure that's a great idea I so I think they're just saying things with no ability to get there yet. Like with no guidance to get there. Mm-hmm. Like they're not like Ethereum who's like has has had a goal. It took him seven years for getting there. Yep. Took seven years. I remember like two years ago, everyone was saying, will they ever actually merge? Will they ever actually? Here we are. Price predictions? Price predictions. I, I, I have no idea of how it's gonna affect the price. Oh, but this is this is not financial advice. That that much I know for a fact. I'm I'm very very loud and clear. We have zero clue which way it's gonna go. It's complete <laughs> bullshit at this point in time. We're gonna throw numbers and we just wanna see who gets the closest. Yeah, yeah. We're just trying to see how, how we're trying to see how close we are to, to guessing. What's yeah, what's our what's our guess game like? I'm gonna say we will see. Do we think it's going to go up or down? Let's start there. I think it's going to go down. I also think it's going to go down. 1,200? I was going to say 1,100. Okay. Maybe lower. Oh. You, you said some numbers earlier today, I think. And I was like, that that sounds kind of like a lot. So like the lowest number I saw, well, the the, the lowest price prediction that I said it could reach. No, no, no. You weren't talking about price prediction. You were telling me about... um 7.5 billion? Like, yeah, something like that. Oh, you're talking about that. So I said earlier that... With the amount of energy that's going to be freed up mm-hmm. from instead of um, uh, from, mi- from going from proof of from work miners, yeah, basically miners are no longer a thing. Essentially, miners because they're the ones who were spending the money mm-hmm. or spending the Ethereum, spending whatever. So that market of expenditure equal to almost seven point five billion dollars. That seven point five million dollars now is freed up. That nine point nine percent. That 99.9% of energy consumption is equal to 7.5 respectively equal to $7.5 billion mm-hmm. from some of the articles and reports that and videos saying. that I mm-hmm. saw. Okay, so yes, that's that's why I think that the value of ETH is going to go down. Because you remember, I remember you saying that because of that happening, it means there's more ability to buy, meaning there's a, there could be a higher demand for it. What would be more ability to buy? So those people who are no longer spending money to buy pay for energy mm-hmm. can just buy ethereum and stake it causing the price to go up because they're, yeah, they're not ethereum. earning ethereum what they're not earning ethereum they're yeah they are that miners they, the miners have to become validators yes the amount of money they were spending on energy mm-hmm. is equivalent to 7.5 billion dollars okay so now my question is is the amount of ethereum they're, they're going to be earning more or less the same amount of ethereum that they were earning beforehand so as of right now, the what I saw was they're going to be earning 
4% of an eighth. So the actual number I saw was a YouTube video. I don't remember the name. I could probably look it for the post uh, merge pod. It was, they, they had 162 ETH staked and they were earning basically one Ethereum a month. But, wow. and they had 162 staked for one Ethereum a month. A month? A month. I don't remember exact details of where it was staked on or anything like that. So that could also affect it. That's rough. Is it rough? If you're not like, if you already have it though, so like, there's a lot of people who probably just have the. I don't know. I mean, it definitely doesn't. You definitely don't want to cheat and lie. Be like, oh yeah, this is a valid transaction because. Oh, you have a hundred. Like you have 162 stake ETH at stake. Yeah. So any, like all proof of uh, stake networks, mm -hmm. there's a slashing if you validate something that shouldn't be validated. Yeah, of course. So, we'll see how that goes. Because there is no number. I, don't, I haven't seen a number of how, what percentage or what type of cut it's going to be if you do validate something incorrectly or like not valid or not finishing validating it. You know what I think might also cause to the lowering price of, of Ethereum? What? Um, fear. Oh, for sure. Fear, that, will... fear that, the, that the merge might not go well and that, well, they, someone might lose their assets. That's instant. That's instant cause for me to for like someone to be like, oh. There's no reason for anyone to lose their assets. Well, if if uh, the validators are, like, if the validators start becoming more centralized, like you said, there's four major validators. Yeah, they also don't have a reason don't... to be centralized though. Mm -hmm. Huh? They don't have a reason to be central, like to. Team oh, up. to team up and be like. Like if they do that, they know the, the value. The value coin. will go away. That's literally the CEO. If I'm not mistaken, was of Coinbase said if they ever like propose to team up, he's like, we'll immediately get rid of our validating, or like do something. Yeah, like it, it like liquidate themselves. Yeah, that was that. That was actually a video of, on the Coin Bureau. Mm -hmm. Oh, was it? Yes, it was on the Coin Bureau. It was like one of the last Ethereum merge ones. When when that first clicked to me, where like the, one of the main value points in the blockchain is that it is decentralized and like major players are highly disincentivized to have it centralized because the rest of the market would just lose all trust in yeah. that in that centralized thing that's like literally one of the major pain points in the entire system currently one of the problems with that tornado cash situation so like since uh, since tornado cash is uh tornado cash is sanctioned by the US in such a way that anything that touched it or did I send you tornado cash, you didn't even want it, I sent it, you have it, you're you're immediately you're blacklisted. Yeah. You cannot do nothing with your assets. Yeah, I know there's someone who's sending tornado cash to like everyone to a lot of doxed a lot of doxed wallets. That is crazy. Cause now that's gonna affect Ethereum. If you had staked Ethereum, if you had whatever that affects the consensus now because one of the big talking points was since as you, we said the, those validators those four big players mm -hmm. are institutions mm -hmm. they have the money they have all that power they can say we want we don't want to validate those blocks and we don't and you can't do anything about it yeah so essentially well if they don't want to validate the blocks it's up to other people just to validate you can't do that of course create a fork yeah, it will be a fork, but at the end of the, at no. the end of the day. So this is part of the problem with it as a fork right now. I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm -hmm. I'm just on a good train of okay. thought. So the problem with that is when there are two forks created, 
since the validators have more of the of the they they have more validators they have more validators so that their their chain their will, chain will, will, wait, will, will always remain longer correct i see but, and while so that, that's longer. one of the issues with like centralization correct so that's also part of the problem with tornado cash since it is sanctioned by the u.s and regu and sanctioned by a regulatory body if the u.s says you cannot accept any tornado cash they're like they're put in a very weird position do we accept tornado cash and get sanctioned by the government and we have to leave or whatever i mean at that point they're they have major stake in a whole different currency like the majority like like they're the majo- being the biggest market yeah and if the major but you, you want to be in the biggest market but if the majority of your eggs are in one market why not just trust mm-hmm. that that market how it is because obviously, if the majority of your allocations is in one thing versus something else, mm-hmm. then you have more trust in that one thing over the other thing. That's kind of like a, a like a, some sort of like barrier that people have to realize like, oh, yeah, I could try to diversify and like not have as much risk over here as, as I do over here. But the majority of your staking of your holdings is in one thing, maybe full send. Maybe full send. But full send too. The 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 big institutions. There are there are but that closes you off to a big uh, market in demand. Cause now you cannot sell to us directly in the US. You'll be sanctioned off. So you lost the retail easy investor. Not someone can go on the decks and find it and get on it. Mm-hmm. Not those people. But the novice. The person who doesn't have any crypto yet exactly because really it takes some crypto to get some 100 percent. kind of not really but kinda. a little bit kind of a little bit because you're, you always work for crypto yeah it takes you but you, it takes a you having some crypto mm-hmm. to get more crypto if you don't have any like no, no, no. decks and stuff yeah yeah from like exchanges yeah from, exchanges. from, from those decks that, that's why those those the, the dexes the decentralized ones exactly the ones that aren't governed by that aren't governed by sanctioning bodies mm-hmm. well governmental bodies Sanction, sanctioning bodies fits fits yeah absolutely i tried both just in, just in case it didn't fit <laughs> sanctioning bodies as well i was wrong on the way i used it i was like Let me it, no no it seemed way. a little bit less passive aggressive than well i don't know the what i was I'm thinking what i was thinking what i was thinking sounded seemed a little like i'm naturally passive aggressive or just aggressive depending on the just 50 50 shot yep However, I think this merge will, if it works out, I think it'll work out. Ultimately, be a good thing for Ethereum. I think it'll work out. I think we might see a little, a, a, a small dip. Small. Mm-hmm. I'll tell people if you see it and you like it, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Facts. I mean, market crashed today, actually. I was at Everything, work. Yeah. And uh, Bitcoin hit eight. I saw a Bitcoin at 1800, 18,000, 1900, 18,000, 18, like just below 19,000. Like no, not just below a little more than that. 18,6 right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's... Uh, ETH is at eight, uh, 1500. I was going to buy some earlier today, but I was like, I see, I saw that some, some so at 30 downtrend early in the morning. I was like, oh, now I'm going to hold, bro. Markets are going to go down. Markets are going down. I, I mean, naturally. You heard it here. <laughs> do not say it. You did not hear it here. We don't know nothing. These are all jokes for the most part and just information that we are sharing. Yep. 
Right, but but interest rates are going up and they're going to continue to go yep. most likely. So it should cause markets to go down. That's we'll, what I'm telling people. Like we'll continue seeing price drops. Like, like people aren't spending money right now anywhere. Like yeah. you, you could see it. You could ask anyone who owns any business, and they'll be like, things are slow. Not for my business. Because your business capitalizes on things, things being, being slow. slow. <laughs> and our rates haven't changed. Oh really? Nope. Oh wow. Their rates must be good then. Like their margins must be good. We'll talk about that off air. Off air. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I have yeah. a non-compete, guys. We don't. It's better not to like deal with it. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> uh, I say we uh, we touch on some of our technical difficulties. Oh yeah. Just because I feel like it's been a good last, amount of time for me. Last episode. Clear up some of our technical we, difficulties. We we heard some echoes. Some really bad echoes. We apologize. And some breathing in the. In the microphone. There might still be breathing in these microphones today. Hopefully there's less echoes. Actually, no, there's, hopefully there's no echoes. There should be no echoes. Significantly less breathing. And besides William's little love tap that he gave the microphone earlier today. It should be better. It should be better. And we promise we'll do less ums. Um, um, unless we're meditating, but we're not going to do that on this podcast. What else did you want? I feel like you had something else to say. What about the technical errors? Oh, they were all Alex's fault. Oh, what the? I don't know. If that's true. Yeah. However, no, I can't no, say. No, I can't say that we because I want. I'm not even near it. But look, this is what I, I hope you're say. near it. If not, I can't hear you. Uh, we're on Spotify now. We're on Spotify. Pandora. Pandora. And iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. We are working on getting Google, Google, and, and iTunes, iTunes on the way. They will take a, a little longer. It's a work in progress. We'll get there. But, we'll let you guys know as soon as that's out. We also have an Instagram page, sometimes crypto, just like the title. Yep. Sometimes crypto. There are no posts as of yet. There should be a post coming within this week. Yeah. Very soon. From, as a time of this recording. By the time you see it, they're, they're very much like. Oh, yeah. By the time you see this, this by the time you hear this, there will be a post. Guaranteed a thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, facts. No, hundred percent. hundred percent. And whoever hears this, thank you. And we love you. Yep. Thank you for listening to Sometimes Crypto, the Unscripted Crypto Podcast. Hey.